right. Good to see everybody. Hope that you are doing good. Lots of election stuff going on right now. Lots of craziness. Lots of dominoes that are starting to fall. The truth will come out. The truth is already coming out in Arizona. There was a big time hearing today, which we'll go over. The truth is coming out in Fulton County. You just always have to ask yourself, what do people have to hide? Why would people not want to turn over things? Why would people not want voter ID, voter identification, chains of custody, various things like that? This is a Jewish deplorable video, and it's actually entitled, Who Remembers? And I'm just going to fix the title for myself. Who Remembers the Garden? that went on from election night play it for me there is now a hitch in the tabulation of votes i'm standing in fulton county fulton county includes a chunk of atlanta downtown atlanta is state farm arena where the atlanta hawks play they are tabulating the absentee ballots of fulton county georgia's most populous county a water pipe has broken inside the arena they had counted 86,000 absentee ballots we don't know how many more they have yet to tabulate but all the tabulation of those ballots has now stopped we're told by election officials they may not finish tabulating those votes for a day or two. Won't finish tabulating the votes for a day or two, but we all know that the cameras kept running. All the Republicans were removed out of the building for the water main leak which water main break actually that there never was one at most it was like a urinal that was leaking so there never was a water main leak another bull-faced lie we also know that around that time a few hours later the entire election the entire vote counting apparatus in the six states from the seven cities which is georgia pennsylvania michigan wisconsin uh Arizona and Nevada was completely and totally shut down allegedly until the next day but we know which we've never ever seen before in the history of America again I've been on planet earth uh, for 52 years and I've never seen an election shut down in the middle of the night the vote counting shut down in the middle of the night as it was then with Trump hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands of votes in the lead absolutely crushing Joe Biden and then lo and behold we sit and watch as Zuckerberg ballot drop, uh, drop boxes kick in over the next several days and Trump loses his entire lead. But but it is all starting to come out. This is from townhall.com. It's Biden, you know, Biden's now. What they're having to do is they know this is coming. They know, right? They know the Maricopa count, the Maricopa forensic audit is coming. The next one that'll do a forensic audit will be Georgia and Fulton County. The next one after that will be Pennsylvania. The dominoes are falling. The shoes are dropping. This is going to happen. The truth is going to come out. What will happen when the truth comes out? I don't know. Nobody knows. You know, people think that Trump will be put back in office. Here's the thing you need to remember that we don't have a real precedent for a national election, but we do have them for state and local elections. And that includes the two senators, um, Ossoff and Warnock, which were fraudulently elected in Georgia. They were not rightfully elected. There was never supposed to be a runoff in Georgia because uh, that, that election was the, what caused the runoff was the Trump election was the actual presidential election. That's what caused the runoff. There was never supposed to be a runoff in Georgia, so we wouldn't have John Ossoff as a senator in the United States Senate right now. That is not supposed to have happened. It's a fraudulent election. You got like Raffensperger right now, the Secretary of State, the galactic joke that is Brad Raffensperger, alleged Republican, who met with Mark Elias of Perkins Coie back in March 
of 2020 met with and unilaterally changed the Georgia election law that made it impossible, impossible to challenge a vote. You actually had to have a, they changed this unilaterally. This all, again, this is all violation. This direct violation of election law. You can throw that in there. So it's all there. There is no ambiguity here. If you're going to change this, Brad Raffensperger, Secretary of State for Georgia, he met with Mark, uh, Mark Elias from Perkins Coie, which again is the Steele dossier. That's who, who created and funded, went after and, and put together the Steele dossier from Christopher Steele for the Hillary Clinton campaign. So you have Raffensperger meeting in March of 2020 with Mark Elias from Perkins Coie. Why would that be? Why would a quote unquote Republican be meeting with Mark Elias from Perkins Coie, which has now been dispatched back to Fulton County as as criminal defense attorneys. They're, they, well, they, they actually, they weren't, they weren't, they're not the ones that are there for criminal defense, being criminal defense attorneys. It's actually Ray Lewis's attorney, attorney outfit, the ones who got Ray Lewis off for murder right before the Super Bowl. Remember that from several years ago? We have Fulton County officials that are hiring that, that law firm out. But you have, you have, Raffensberger meeting with Mark Elias from Perkins Coie in March of 2020 and the two of them unilaterally changing the voting law so that it makes it impossible to cha challenge a ballot. So what happens is a ballot comes in. It used to be a two to three percent rejection rate. That was that was taken down to a point three. It was reduced to a think of it, two to three percent rejection rate was reduced to a 0.3 rejection rate, and it was the first first election of this kind ever in the history of Georgia, where he had Zuckerberg drop boxes all over the place. We had mass mail-in balloting, allegedly because everyone's too petrified to come in and vote because of a 99.9% post-infection survivable virus. So, so you have an election that never occurred before, the usual amount of rejected ballots is 2 to 3% of, of ballots are rejected. You have Perkins Coie come in and meet with Raffensperger and change it unilaterally. It's supposed to go through the House. It's supposed to go through the Senate. That's in the Constitution of the United States of America, of which Brad Raffensperger and Perkins Coie could sign, basically had a consent decree making it impossible to challenge a ballot making it impossible. So nobody could challenge any wonder why that was because they had all the Zuckerberg drop boxes with no chains of custody, no signature verification, no signature signature requirement, no ID requirement. And lo and behold, it gets changed right before the election without anybody knowing it from Rat Brad Raffensperger and Perkins Cooey. That's exactly, that is not disputed, nor does he dispute that. That is not right-wing conspiracy. That is exactly what happened. And now you've got Raffensperger coming out and he's having his come to Jesus moment now where he's now saying, we're, he said, we're taking over conservative shit. Conservative, I can't remember exactly how the word is. Conservative, conservative, whatever it is. They're taking custody basically of, Fort, of Fulton County. And he's saying that the next several elections, the state will run it because Fulton County was so corrupt. That's what he's doing now. But remember, this is the man who went on numerous talk shows, including 60 Minutes, and certified this election. But now he's saying they're so corrupt. There's, now He's had all this information in front of him for months. Remember, he falsely accused the president of trying to intimidate him to look into the corruption in this election. He falsely accused, went on 60 Minutes, falsely accused the president.
President Trump. And so now here, here he is. We're now going to take over elections in Fulton County for the next several elections because they're so corrupt. But he himself is the one who made them corrupt. And you need to remember, a lot of, a lot of the workers that are, were working in Fulton County worked for who? They actually worked for a company directly owned, directly aligned with Stacey Abrams called Happy Faces. Those are the people that were running the same ballots through the same machines over and over again. Well, here's Joe Biden from townhall.com. He says, I've said it before, we're facing the most significant test. This is Joe Biden's opinion. This is the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. What is he talking about? He's talking about all the new election reform laws being passed by numerous states, by numerous Republican Senates and Houses in states. What are these, what are these great threats? The greatest threat to our democracy, the greatest test of our democracy since the Civil War, since the Civil War, what is it? You can, you, can, you can bring it all down to this. You can sum it all up with this. You have to show ID to vote. That's it. That's all that it is. You have to show ID to vote. That's all that it is. And don't get lost in the wash with these Democrats. The Democrats will tell you not everybody has a driver's license. That doesn't matter. You don't have to have a driver's license to vote. You have to have an ID. Every state in the union, all 50 states, if you don't have a driver's license, you can go get a state ID card. Believe me, I know from being in law enforcement for 25 years, when somebody gets their driver's license suspended or revoked for DUI, what do they do? Walk out around without an ID card? No, they go and get a state-issued ID. Don't let them say it to you. Well, these people can't, you know, don't let them get away with it. These people can't get, you know, not everybody has a driver's license. Not everybody has it. Everybody. Everybody can have a voter. I can have a state ID card. Here's Joe Biden. Listen to this malarkey. Play it for me. I've said it before. We're facing the most significant test of our democracy since the Civil War. That's not hyperbole. Since the Civil War. The Confederates back then never breached the Capitol as insurrectionists did on January the 6th. I'm not saying this to alarm you. I'm saying this because you should be alarmed. Insurrectionists on January 6th. Insurrection. Remember now, insurrectionists without one single firearm. They're going to overthrow the United States government. Remember, this is Joe Biden calling that an insurrection. Joe Biden, who just said two weeks ago that it would take F-15s and nuclear bombs to overthrow our government, but yet calls 1-6, January 6th, an insurrection. Remember now, there was not one single firearm found on one trespasser in the Capitol. Not one single firearm. And they're going to overthrow the government. The only one, the only people with firearms was the Capitol Police, and they shot and killed an unarmed woman. That's it. So you have Joe Biden calling this the most grievous threat to our democracy is actually making people get a voter ID. They call it calling the the insurrectionists on January 6th, which really are trespassers and vandals at most, mostly misdemeanor charges, call, calling them insurrectionists, comparing them to the Confederacy. So I guess then if you're from a state, if you're from a state that doesn't have any sort of, you know, there's no leeway in Delaware whatsoever. There's nothing. There's no uh, pre-voting. There's nothing in Delaware. So I guess... 
Joe Biden is part of the insurrectionists. He's part of the Confederacy, right? Because he's attacking everything that Delaware, his home state, has in place. He's attacking voter ID. He's attacking that you don't have a two-week period to vote. All of, There's no early voting in Delaware whatsoever. That's one of the big Democratic mantras, is you've got to have early voting. There's none of that in his own home state whatsoever. Greg Abbott actually sums it up really well. Play it for me. We have special sessions that last 30 days, and the governor calls them, and I will continue calling special session after special session, because overtime is going to continue until they step up to vote. But Laura, I have to point this out. The thesis that they are operating under is completely false, because what the Texas law does doesn't hinder anybody's ability to vote. In fact, uh, interestingly, what Texas is seeking to do is to add additional hours to vote. Texas has 12 days of early voting and the hours of which will be expanded and we will ensure that hours are expanded on election day also so their entire thesis is completely wrong. And compare early voting in Texas with early voting that we have in Delaware. Texas has 12 days of early voting. Delaware has zero days of early voting. Why am I picking on Delaware? Because that is where the president himself voted in the last election. And if anybody wants to talk about voter suppression, they should be talking about Delaware not Texas. So Joe Biden is part of the Confederacy. That's what he said. He said that, you know what, if you are outlawing early voting, if you are putting into place a requirement where you have to have voter ID, you actually have to have a driver's license or some sort of ID card, which includes your social security card, by the way, that's all you have to have is some proof of ID, which by, in, in Delaware, they have absolutely zero early voting, which is one of their big things. You got to be able to vote early, which I don't agree with, by the way, at all outside of for specific circumstances like military people who are indigent, whatever it may be, people are homebound. That's one thing. But all the other early voting is just an open door for corruption. So I don't agree with Greg Abbott having 12 days of early voting. But what do they have in Delaware? So according to Joe Biden, you are part of the Confederacy, part of the Confederacy, if you don't have early voting. And in his own home state, where he voted last time, we're not hearing one word from him. There's absolutely no early voting whatsoever. And just remember, this Pete, Pete Hegsmith, just remember, it's all about IDs. Watch him put this guy on the line. This is a, a congressman, a state congressman out of Texas. Play it for me. Uh, and that's exactly what we learned in voting. We can, we can change some quick, of our voting quick, systems to be more quick accessible question. Are you to okay more with people. Voter ID? I, are you I okay think, with voter ID? Because you're going back to the talking points. I get it. The talking points have been issued. Are, 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 are you okay so, with voter ID? So voter ID is currently required in the state of Texas. I, I opposed having to How about for mail-in ballots? How about having to send your ballot in? Should you have to prove who Sorry, you are? Because that's Pete, what Democrats just, are opposing. <laughs> Pete, I just said I, I oppose voter ID. Currently, it's a law in Texas, but I oppose that law because you I think you don't need oppose voter ID. You, you don't, don't think the most sacred obligation of our republic, you should have to prove who you are in order to vote? So there are a lot of Texans, actually hundreds of thousands, who don't have a driver's license, who, whoa, who whoa, don't, whoa, whoa, whoa. don't drive who at can't, all. Do they have and a Social Security number? Because according this, to this Republican law, you could put your last four digits of your Social Security number in Pete, as proof of who you are. Did they not? Pete, no, yeah. help me out. Do those people not have Social Security numbers? And, Pete, and who are these people that can't get IDs? <laughs> so, Pete. So always ask about the motives. Why would you not want somebody to be required to prove who they are before they vote? What could be the pure motivations behind that? What could be the pure motivations behind somebody being able to vote without knowing who on earth they are? That's not our side. That's the Democratic Party. 
Who on earth would want ballots with no chain of custody? Who on earth would want ballots where you have Zuckerberg boxes all over only Democrat cities? Remember, they're not available in Republican areas. Zuckerberg's four to five hundred million dollars worth of vote of drop boxes planted all and camp and uh, uh, election donations only in heavy Democratic areas where he funded elections. Why would you not want somebody to have to prove who they are when they drop a ballot into that box? They don't have to have ID. They don't have to have chain of custody. They don't have to have anything whatsoever to make to get a ballot and throw it into one of Zuckerberg's boxes. What would be the pure motives behind that? There aren't any. It's just simple corruption. You have a state representative. He's one of the idiots that was on the plane flying out of Austin, Texas, trying to sort of what you what you possibly would call an, an a unlawful filibuster. He's trying to block the Texas House from passing this election reform bill, which is all about voter ID. You have to present an ID. You have to prove who you are, whether it's absentee or not. Here's my ID. That's all that it is. There's nothing else to it. Why would, how is that violating? How is that a Jim Crow law? Like Kamala Harris says, like Joe Biden says, like Chucky Schumer says, like Nancy Pelosi says, how is this the greatest threat? How is this the greatest threat to our democracy? It's always interesting. Whenever you challenge an election, they say that you are, you are, trying to attack the democracy challenging an election is the democracy you're trying to tear our democracy down challenging elections is democracy it's not you're not attacking it you're not trying to take down or tear down our democracy when you challenge an election that is democracy challenge them all you want democrats i have no problem whatsoever if somebody wanted to audit i live right here in sarasota county florida if somebody wants to audit our elections, fine, go right ahead. Audit them. Trump won Florida by allegedly 4%. Audit the thing. We don't care. Why, who would want to stop an audit? Who would want to stop it? This be like in Maricopa County right now. It's complete chain of custody. They film everything. Every single thing. People, there's been 20-something states that have toured the audit in Maricopa County because of how well it, how well they're doing it. So I'm like, bring it on. Absolutely. The 2016, 2020 audit, the bad boy audit the whole thing. Where here's the C-SPAN video, president Biden in America. If you lose, you accept the results. Why, what is that? Why is that American that if you lose, you, you accept the res results. So if you challenge anything whatsoever, you're violating American, American values are not to challenge anything when you know that it's corrupt. And you're just supposed to lay down and accept it. And that's America. That's America to Joe Biden. In America, if you lose, you accept the results. You follow the Constitution. Who's violating the Constitution? These guys are vacuous of the Constitution. They have absolutely no idea. They have no credibility. They have no honesty. They have no integrity. How are you violating the Constitution by having an audit? Play the video for me. As a result, in 2020, more people voted in America than ever, <laughs> yeah, ever in illegally. the history of America, in the middle of a once-in-a-century pandemic. <laughs> All told, more than 150 Americans 
of every age, of every race, of every background exercise their right to vote. They voted early. They voted absentee. They voted in person. They voted by mail. They voted by Dropbox. And then they got their families and friends to go out and vote. Election officials, the entire electoral system, withstood unrelenting political attacks, physical threats, intimidation, and pressure. They did so with unyielding courage and faith in our democracy. All right, back to me. I can only bear so much. So there you go. So in other words, you're un-American if you challenge an election, right? That's what he said. Un-American, you challenge an election, you're un-American. Well, here's townhall.com. This is a flash, the flashback from two years ago. Two years ago, Kamala Harris explicitly agreed with the claim that the 2016 election was illegitimate. So I guess she's part of the conspiracy. She's part of the she's part of the Confederacy, right? She she's un-American because she said that election was illegitimate. By the way, so did Maxine Waters stood on the floor. The very thing that they're trying that AOC tries to kick Ted Cruz out of the Senate for and numerous others out of the House, out of the Senate for, is Maxine Waters did the same thing in 2016. It's a, you want to challenge it, challenge it. It's your American, it's your American duty. It's your American, it's your American right to do so. Challenge it if you want to. Here's Kamala Harris, play it for me. Elections matter. When you win an election, you get to set the rules. How can you win with Russian interference though? That's, That's a real what I'm thing. scared about no, in 2020. But, but rightly. Because right. I think he's an illegitimate president that didn't really win. So how do you, you know, fight against that in 2020? You are absolutely right. So, again, as a member of the Senate Intelligence Committee, I will tell you that we should believe exactly what the intelligence community has told us, which is Russia did interfere in the election of the president of the United States in 2016. All right, so she's un-American, right? According to Joe Biden, Kamala Harris is un-American because she said Russia interfered in the election. We all know that's a lie. But we, we're not trying, I'm not trying to stop her from saying it. I'm not saying she's even un-American for saying it. I'm saying she's stupid for saying it. And we say, they can call me stupid, but uh, you're un-American if you don't just cede to corruption. You know that something's wrong, but you don't want to threaten the democracy. So you just give in and say, you know what? I see irregularities and basically that it's impossible that Joe Biden won. But since I'm an American, I'm going to cede to known corruption in honor of our democracy and just let Joe Biden be president. That's an, that's honoring our democracy. No, it's ex exactly the opposite way. Here's the Liz Harrington video. There was meaningful, she writes, meaningful voter fraud in Fulton County last November. Vo votes in Fulton County were counted more than once. Here's Tucker Carlson summing it up for us. Play it for me. It now appears there actually was meaningful voter fraud in Fulton County, Georgia last November. That is not a conspiracy theory. It's true. From the beginning, this show has tried to be fact-based when we talk about the 2020 election results. So here's what we know tonight, factually. At least 36 batches of mail-in ballots from the November election were double-counted in Fulton County. That's a total of more than 4,000 votes. Those numbers come from a group called Voter GA, which along with Bob Cheely sued to get them. The final tally from the double counts we know about amounts to more than 3,300 votes for Joe Biden and 865 votes for Donald Trump. Now, before you dismiss Bob Cheely and voter GA as dishonest partisan actors, keep in mind that the strongly leftist center Atlanta Journal-Constitution appears to agree with this, at least in outline. The newspaper reviewed the available digital ballot images independently 
and concluded that hundreds of ballots were improperly duplicated. What does that look like exactly? Well, here's what it looks like. At a press conference yesterday, a consultant with Voter GA called David Cross showed how we can be certain that votes in Fulton County were counted more than once. Watch. What I'm going to show you here is two ballots side by side. One of them is marked for Jason Shaw, and it's got a little squiggle mark next to it. You can see it's got the identical mark on the second one. And the ballot image is stored up here on the top left. So this one over here is scanner 5162, that's scanner number three, fax number 235, image number 19. And that matches 234, image 59. So you have the same ballot counted twice in the images and counted in the audit. How that's possible, I don't know. How's that possible? I don't know. Every American should want to know because the answer gets to the heart of the integrity of our elections, otherwise known as our democracy. We're not talking about a couple of ballots here. We're talking about a lot of ballots, at least hundreds of ballots involved, enough potentially to affect the outcome of the election. Here's another example. Here's one of the next ones. All right, so same facts, number 234, image number two, and 235, image number 61, Republican, 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 all the way down to the point where this little spot up in Fannie Willis matches this one over here. There's no question that that ballot was counted twice. So what's the explanation for this? Well, if you ask Fulton County, these discrepancies, the ones you just saw on the screen, were isolated incidents. Just a handful of bad ballots happens all the time. The county claims that any errors were caught in previous recounts. The problem is that neither one of those claims is true. Surveillance footage obtained by Voter GA appears to show large numbers of ballots being scanned multiple times. Pay attention in the tape we're showing you to the woman wearing yellow at the desk. According to Voter GA, she slides ballots into a scanning machine, removes the ballots, and then reinserts the same ballots. This happens multiple times. The question is, how many times were those ballots counted? Was each vote counted more than once? Fulton County won't answer that question. Now, one way to know the answer would be to check what are called audit tally sheets. Tellingly, for months after the presidential election, Fulton County failed to provide more than 100,000 of those tally sheets, including 50,000 of them for mail-in ballots. When Voter GA finally forced Fulton County to turn over the tally sheets, the conclusion was stunning. Here's what the audit found, quote, seven falsified audit tally sheets containing fabricated vote totals. For example, a batch containing 59 actual ballot images for Joe Biden and 42 for Donald Trump was reported as 100 for Biden and zero for Trump. The seven batches of ballot images with 554 votes for Joe Biden, 140 votes for Donald Trump and 11 votes for Joe Jorgensen had tally sheets in the audit falsified to show 850 votes for Biden, zero votes for Trump, and zero votes for Jorgensen. Wait, did you just follow that? How is that not flat-out criminal fraud? We'd love to know because it certainly sounds like flat-out criminal fraud. We've obtained photographs showing what went on during the recount process for mail-in ballots in Fulton County. These pictures were taken by a whistleblower who participated in the recount. She said she noticed something odd as she did. None of the ballots that she saw had any creases on them. You can see the stacks of unfolded ballots on your screen now.
That's strange because, of course, mail-in ballots need to be bent in order to be mailed in. These ballots clearly had never been inside an envelope. And then the whistleblower noticed something else. All of the ballots, the whistleblower tells us, have been filled out by a printer, not by hand. And many of them supported the exact same candidates, Democrats, including Joe Biden. VoterGA detected a series of other apparent irregularities in the recount. The group's audit found, for example, that, quote, over 200 Fulton County mail-in ballot images contained votes that were not included in the hand count audit results for the November election. Now, why is that? We don't know. Keep in mind, once again, the results in the state of Georgia were decided by fewer than 13,000 votes. It was a close race. Every vote mattered. And then there's this. An elections expert called Mark Davis analyzed data from the post office. He found that nearly 35,000 Georgia voters moved out of their county of residence more than a month prior to election day. They were ineligible to vote, and yet they did. They still voted in their old county. That is illegal. It's not a small thing. Violating election law is something we should care about. And by law, their vote should have been excluded from the total. But they were not excluded. Why are we okay with that? I mean, do we see what's happening here? And by the way, this is just a segment. This is not all of Fulton County. This is just voter GA's beginning sampling of Fulton County. You would, that, that's the exact same place you had old Ruby. Remember Ruby? They were pulling the ballots out from underneath. Remember, they had the water main leak. All the Republicans, not the Democrats, only the Republicans were moved from the building. You had a small group of women pulling out ballots from underneath a table, a table that was not there earlier, a table with a tablecloth over it, hiding all of the ballot boxes, all of the suitcases. And then they pull them out. And you can sit there and watch the video. If this, was, if this was anything but Democrats, this would not just be national news. It'd be international news. It would be all over the place. You can sit there and watch the video and watch the woman put the people can. I, I love the Democratic bullcrap rhetoric that they put out all the time. No, it was just for this reason. There's no reason to ever run a, a group of ballots to the same machine more than once, especially when you're saying we're not counting ballots right now. Remember at that time, about three o'clock in the morning, you have the water main leak and all the Republicans kicked out of the building, but you have the Democrats pulling out ballots by the thousands and running those exact same ballots through the exact same machine more than one time. And, and if this was anybody else but a Democrat, and we actually had anything but a Goebbels media, a brown shirt Democratic Party Goebbels media, which is what we have now. That's all we have. We have a Goebbels FBI, which is nothing but the Gestapo for the Democratic Party. Then you have the mainstream media, which is nothing but Joseph Goebbels for the Democratic Party. We have to stand up. There's nothing. Everything that we're doing right now, we have an army of dry bones that's starting to rise. This is starting to bubble to the surface. That's why they had to trot out Beijing Biden to go out there and defend his own election because this is coming out. God almighty, I prayed it. I prayed it. This is how I prayed. I prayed that God would make the evidence so absolutely unambiguous that the, that the mainstream media has to report it. They have to. Otherwise, they'd look even more galactically incompetent than they already do. They absolutely have, have to report it. But look at some of the stuff T Tucker talked about. They ran the same ballots through multiple times. Fact. They, they, they had forged fake tally sheets. They had, first of all, they had to force them to release the tally sheets. Why? 
Why would you ever need to force anybody? Why is it that whenever you get an Anthony Fauci email, it's heavily redacted? Why? Anthony Fauci is not a foreign spy. He's an epidemiologist. Why would his why would his emails ever be redacted? Why? Same thing here. Why would you ever have to force somebody to release a voter tally sheet? This is remember now this is November 2020. We are in July of 2021 and this is just now coming out because they were had to be forced in court. Why would you have to force somebody to release tally sheets. Remember with tally sheets, one of them was they had 59 uh, votes for, for uh, Biden, 42 for for, uh, for Trump. And what, what did the tally sheets say? 100 for Biden. Here's another one. You had 454 votes for Biden, 154 votes for Trump. And how did this tally sheet come out? 850 votes for Biden, zero for Trump. That's on their tally sheets. How is this even, how are, how is Biden even currently president? What do we have here? And by the way, Brad Raffensperger has known about this from day one. And what did he do? Uh, certified. That's what he did. Certified it and then went out on TV and defended his certification. And great job, Mikey Pence. Great job because you had people from these states, Pennsylvania, Arizona, Georgia, contacting Mike Pence. Instead of Mike Pence elbow bumping Nancy Pelosi and certifying a fraudulent election, he could have actually grown a set and did what he was asked to do, which was not to overturn an election. Mike Pence still puts that out too. Mike Pence puts that out. Well, I was asked to overturn an election. Not one soul, Mikey Pence, you deep state coward. Not one soul ever asked you to overturn an election. Not one soul. They asked you to kick it back to the states so they could audit their ballots. Moron. In Europe. You know what the whole thing is? Is Pence isn't even a moron. He's a coward. He's a deep state hack Democratic Party bootlicker. What matters to him is what does Chuck Schumer think of me? Do they think I'm an okay guy? It's like Stuart Smalley looking at himself in the mirror. Do you think I'm an okay guy? I'm super special. I'm an okay guy. That's all Mike Pence cares about. Elbow bumping and receiving his shekel of silver. That's all that he cared about. Oh, I get, oh I'm accepted again. I get to go to the cocktail parties. No, you don't. What, what kind of cocktail parties you been going to, Mikey? No, they just use you and toss you out right after they get done. Look at, look at the other stuff on Tucker's video. You had the mail-in ballots, stacks of mail-in ballots. You know what stacks of mail-in ballots would look like? They would look like this. They would look like this. They would have a crease in it. See that? That's what it would look like. You have stacks after stacks after stack. There it is. Put that on there, guys. It's awesome. Stacks after stacks after stacks. Put that picture up. There you go. Look at that. Those can't be mail-in. That cannot be a mail-in ballot. It has to look like this for it to be. That has to have a crease. Put me back on there. Put me back on there. It has to have a crease. Put me side by side with that. There you go. It has to have a crease. Those are not mail-in ballots. And why is it that the mail-in ballots were all done by printers? How is it that you have a printer perfectly encircled printed ballots by the thousands? And Joe Biden is called president. And here's the thing. I want to, I want to applaud 
all the COVID caving Christians and pastors out there. I love these because because of you, Joe Biden is president. I love it. I watched this one Yahoo calls himself the Patriot Pastor preaching this Sunday about we need to restore America after he closed his church for eight months and tried to get churches deemed non-essential in the state of Florida. Pastor Rodney Howard Brown takes the arrest, forces DeSantis to say the churches are essential, and this idiot goes on his own social media and try and puts together and circulates a petition, an evangelical pastor, now calling himself the Patriot Pastor on YouTube. He goes, and now he, and he's preaching on Sunday. We need to restore America. Restore America of what? You yielded. You bent over, grabbed your ankle, surrendered your first, fourth, and 14th Amendment rights, not to mention just turning your back on the Bible and what you're supposed to do in the midst of a virus, which is to bind it into loose health, but you didn't do that either, Matthew 16, 19. You bent over, you grabbed your ankles, surrendered your first, fourth, and 14th Amendment, and now you're preaching about restoring America? Now you're upset that we have a woke military? You ushered it in. You were closed for nine months, you coward. And yes, I'm, I'm, every one of you pastors who closed your churches, I don't care whether it was a week. I don't care whether it was a month. I don't care whether you just did it to see what would happen. It was a cowardice act. I've acted like a coward before. I've done stupid things. What you do in the midst of that is you repent. You're wondering why your churches are devoid of, of the Spirit of God. You're not sensing any life in your church anymore because the Holy Spirit isn't stepping foot in your churches because you turned your back on His sword, the sword of the, sword of the Spirit, which is the Word of God, Ephesians chapter 6. You turned your back and you followed people like Anthony Fauci, who is perfectly fine with butchering the unborn right up to and including after they're born. And those are the people you follow. And that's why we have those baby butchers in the White House right now. It's because of you. You led the way. Judgment begins at the house of God. When are you going to repent? When are you going to turn from your COVID caving ways? It's not going to end. Ted Cruz came out with a ridiculous, cowardice statement. And I love Ted Cruz, but you know what? You got what if it's if it's Democrats that do wrong, you call it out. If it's me doing wrong, I'll call myself out. Whatever it is, you call it out. He goes, you know, it's high time. That airlines not require people who are vaccinated to wear masks on their planes. They shouldn't be requiring masks for anything, Ted. Again, have some guts. Address the original lie. The original lie is, is that the coronavirus is the bubonic plague part due. It is not. It's 99.9% survivable or better. It's better if you're under 20. It's 99.997% survivable. All the way up to 50, it's 99.98% survivable. From 50 to 70, it's 99.5% survivable. That's all post-infection. Post-infection survival rate. And you're t you Ted Cruz, you come out and say, it's time that we that airlines not make people who are vaccinated wear a mask. No, how about you don't need to get a vaccination for a virus for it with a 99.9% .9 survival rate post-infection. That's what you say, but why doesn't he say it? Because the political repercussions are just too big for him to bear. Just like pastors who refuse to repent right now. They won't get out in front of it because the political repercussions are too big for them to bear. All these big names, where are they at? They've never come out and said they are wrong for closing. They just reopened. That's not good enough. The Bible is repentance. The Bible is confession. 
Matthew chapter 4, verse 17. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. 1 John chapter 1, verse 10. The Bible is all about repentance and confession. You don't just get to reopen your church and act like you never did anything. Put yourself on YouTube and call yourself the Patriot Pastor and run down Joe Biden. Because the reason why Joe Biden's in office is because you caved to COVID, unleashing Mark Zuckerberg and his $500 million worth of drop boxes all over creation, all over all Democratic cities. That's why. That's why you have Joe Biden being elected president. Seven cities and six states. That's what happened. And it all was from COVID caving Christians. That's how it all began. And then right after that, COVID caving conservatives. And then right after that, COVID caving moderates. And then, of course, the entire left caves. Because their whole, their whole motivation, of course, is control. It's got nothing to do with your health ever. Here's some, watch, watch, watch them go over some more ballots from where? Fulton County, Georgia. Play it for me. All right, so what we're looking at here are, um, are two different batches of votes. Scanner 5162, batch 234, image 59, and scanner 5162, batch 235, image 19. And what you can see is that, like on this vote right here, we've got this exact same little tail that shows on both of them. And if you don't, and if you think that maybe that's, you know, if you think that maybe that's just a, you know, a mistake or, 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 you know, or just a coincidence, here's the next one that shows, you can see Republican is written there, Republicans written there. This is um, ballot 61. This is ballot number two. And then each one of them even has this little dot in the Fannie Willis. Okay. And do you have more of those? We have the entire batch. I've got... There's 62 images in here total, and I didn't even get a chance to go through all of them, but these are the most obvious ones where it's clear that it's it's the same. This one's got the little tail on the side. And so what happened, so do you know the numbers of these total batches? like? I don't remember what the, to what the totals were when the batches. I, I don't think they were, they weren't disparate. They were fairly close, but the, the simple fact that they so occurred. So you see that little bubble right there. This is a one image. Here's another image. Exactly see, the same. exact same. And the batch number, was it 5162? Well, so scanner 5162. Okay, scanner. Batch, batch number 235, image number 92, matches uh, the same scanner, 5162, batch 234, image 33. So there you have it. Duplicate ballots. The entire batch is scanned several times. Entire batch scanned several times. Whenever you hear them say duplicate ballots, that doesn't mean there's two different ballots. It means that they were duplicated. They were run several times through, the, through different machines. Or even the same machine. They say they said lined them up side by side. Those ballots, all you'd see, they were identical. They were in two different groups. They were run more than once. Who knows how many times? This is only beginning. This is not. There's no forensic audit happening yet in Fulton County. This is just what's been released. There's not. This doesn't even count what's happened with the machines. Nothing. This is only the beginning. And wait till you see what comes out of Maricopa County. All right, here's a Bernard Carrick tweet. The information was acquired from eyewitnesses and analysts that pulled the data off the website belonging to the Secretary of State, Brad Raffensperger. He knew all of this before they took it. Why would, again, why would you take it off your website? 
How can a Democrat live with themselves? How do you live with yourself? Literally, you're, you're out there fighting for nobody having IDs when you vote. How do you live with yourself knowing that the only, there's only one motivation for that, and that's corruption? How do you live with yourself? How do you live with yourself, Brad Raffensperger, when you're telling your staff to pull down data off your website? Again, you're not an international spy. You're the Secretary of State for the state of Georgia in charge of elections. This is elections. It's supposed to be transparent. Look at this statistical data. Put that up there for me. Next slide. Put it on full screen. Oh, no, yeah, leave it right there. That looks good. That looks good. You have it right. All right, 682,777 mail-in votes were counted without a single Republican reviewing them. Without a Republican viewing them. This is in Fulton County, 682,000. Secretary of State election results removed from the Internet. Why? Why would you remove it from the Internet? Why? There, there has to be an insidious reason for that. There has to be. There's no reason to remove election data without bad motives. There's none. How do you live with yourself, Brad Raffensperger? Primary 1.98 million mail-in votes sent out. Get, get this now. One point, I'll point the right direction. 1.98 million mail-in ballots sent out. 2.4 million counted. Explain that to me. And remember... This is a state, oh, this is Pennsylvania. I'm sorry, I kept calling it Georgia. This is Pennsylvania. Remember, this is a state that Trump lost by 68,000, by 68,000 in Pennsylvania. And you had 1.98 million mail-out ballots, mail ballots that were mailed out. So that's a max that could possibly be counted because they would have had, if they were mailed to people, what would have to happen? A, they'd have to be folded and then mailed back, Correct. But how many were actually counted? If you sent out 1.98 million, but you counted 2.4 million, now you're talking about a 500,000 difference. I guarantee you 100% for Biden in a, in a vote in an election that was decided by 68,000 votes. This is going to come out. This is going to come out. And I'm telling you, I prayed it. I've prayed for it. And the Democrats and the liberal media is going to have to is going to have to report it. Mail-in ballots returned 1.4 uh, 1.4 million. Mail-in ballots not returned 360 thousand. Mail ballots returned before mail date. <laughs> Do you see this? Mail ballots, so they're mailed out. They were returned. Mail ballots returned before they were mailed. Does everybody understand that? Look at that. Mail ballots returned before mail day. 22,000. They were returned before they were ever mailed out. How does that make sense? If you're a liberal, democratic, progressive, brown shirt, media Goebbels man, how do you not just go, you know what, I, I need to report that. That, the, that there was mail out ballots that were actually returned before they were ever mailed out. Explain that. How do you live with yourself? How would anybody live with it? How do you live with yourself if you just turn the blind? Well, this is just the way things are. This happens. You're one of those you know, lukewarm people in life. Oh, this just happens. I don't want to rock the boat. How can you live with yourself? Mail ballots returned on same day. So right now we've got 54,000 mail-in ballots, which means they had to be mailed out first and they were, mailed, they, were, they were sent back before they were ever mailed out or sent back the day they were mailed out. That doesn't make sense. At all. That, I mean, that's 54,000 out of a 68,000 margin. Guarantee you all for, all for Joe Biden. Mail ballots processed for confirmed dead, 8,000. 
mail ballots mailed before they were requested? How do you get, you have to request a mail-in ballot. They were mailed before, almost 5,000 mail ballots processed before they were requested, 735. And people wanted to, I mean, it's amazing that Chris Cuomo, Brian Stelter, the New York Times, the Boston Globe, whatever it may be, any politician sits there and says, this election was certified. This election was true. There was all sorts, and, and, you know, Joe Biden was putting this out. I don't know if I've got it on video or not, where he's saying, you know, this, the, you know, there's, there's a myriad of court cases, 100% win against, uh, win against Trump's allegations. Is that true? No, there was actually one case. There's actually two cases heard. I can't remember where the other one was, but one of, I'll just highlight the one, which is Atrium County, Michigan. And the one time a judge heard it, the one time, all the other cases, the judges refuted, refused to even hear the case, including the Supreme Court, court, which Biden loves to tout that, with the Supreme Court cowards. Basically, I'm telling you, all nine of the Supreme Court uh, justices, all nine of them were absolute cowards when it came to that, saying that 21 states lacked standing to challenge to challenge the 2020 election, 21 states lacked standing. How do you lack standing as a state to challenge a national election that directly affects you? But what Biden loves to say is that every court case was lost. No, every court case was never heard, with the sole exception of two, one of them being Atrium County, which turned 6,000 votes over to Trump and elected a Republican after the Democrat had already been elected to Congress. So you had a Democrat elected to Congress in Atrium County, Michigan, that case actually went to court. The judge actually looked at the evidence, which, by the way, is their sole job. Why does the judges won't look at evidence and won't accept cases? And why that's allowed, I do not know. But the one case, the one, the, one of the two cases only that was actually heard by a judge where a judge actually got to see the evidence presented to them, found the voting machines, had a galactic era, and it turned it from Democrat to Republican via 6,000 votes. It turned a House seat that was, he had an elected Democrat, took 6,000 votes from him, gave it to the Republican, which was righteous, gave 6,000 votes to Trump. Trump won the county and the congressman won the county and actually won the seat. Facts. That's what really happened. These, you need to understand something. These people in the Democratic Party are just pure, bold faced liars. And here's an example of that. This is from Rona McDaniel. This is a video from the head of the head of the RNC. Rona McDaniel, who, you know, she's on and off about how good she is. She pretty much needs to resign. But anyway, it's a good video from her. They lied. They actually cost the state of Georgia, I believe it's a hundred million dollars for the all-star game. Lied. Came in and said this is the new Jim Crow, right? So the MLB being the absolutely gelding cowards that they are. I mean, who cares what the Democrats say? You Do you realize MLB, NFL, UFC, which has never really bowed their knee to any of, these, any of this political garbage, but you realize how many more people you'd actually have watching your sport if you wouldn't bend over for the Democratic Party? But MLB did because of pressure like this costing the state of Georgia, namely Atlanta, hundreds of millions of dollars because they came out and lied and said that the vo the new voter laws in Georgia, which again is what? What are the voter laws in Georgia? You have to have an ID to vote. Wow, that's a real threat to our democracy, is it not? Play the video for me. So Mr. President, what do you think about the possibility that baseball decides to move their all-star game out of Atlanta because of this political issue? 
I would strongly support them doing that. The left-leaning Washington Post gave Biden four Pinocchios for his characterization of the law. They call the loss of the All-Star game crushing. We're trying to build back from a pandemic that happened last year. Business owners are calling this boycott simply crushing. We have a lot of people who will be impacted by this. And something like this is not good for business. Rodney's will suffer. I mean, a lot of these are minority-owned businesses that were really looking forward and desperately needed this kind of revenue in-stream. And these certainly would have been uplifted should they have chosen to stay here. And recognizing that we're in a pandemic, this would, has, would have given us a lift out of that. African Americans represent nearly 50% of Atlanta's population. Some minority business owners say moving the all-star game from Atlanta to Denver is not good for their business and will cost them revenue. Cobb County's estimate is right around $100 million. There is undoubtedly going to be a cost. I think that was the point. I would strongly support them doing that. There you go. It's just all lies. Lies. I mean, they're saying that it's Jim Crow laws, the suppression of the black vote. How do you suppress the black vote? Explain to me. I want. I wanted that explained to me step by step. You always got to ask a Democrat that. Explain to me. Just like you always had to say, what? Explain to me what racist legislation that Donald Trump ever passed. Name it. Name the name is name any racist uh, language that he ever used at all. Name it. I mean, I just I would love to hear it. Same, same here. Name why it is that it's racist to require somebody to have an ID to vote. Explain to me if you have to have an ID to buy beer, to drive a vehicle, and numerous to buy a gun or anything else, why is it only racist to require an ID to vote? That it's the new Jim Crow law, as, as Joe Biden said, he called it Jim Eagle. It's all Jim Crow on steroids. Yeah, you have to be that stupid to make a joke like that. That's correct, but he did. That's what we have elected. Thanks for all. Thanks to all the COVID cavers. That's what we have. This embarrassment of a president. And if there, if, if we could be any more embarrassed, it would be Kamala Harris as vice president. Now, here's the thing. I want to tell you this. Switching subjects. We election, election, election. Let's get on to vaccines, shall we? We're hearing a whole lot about door to door, right? Lots of door to Biden is called out. I played it on Saturday. Biden wants us. It wants the government to go out door to door, right? Door to door. And inform everybody about vaccines, but don't worry; it'll only be information, right? You know, vaccine. You know, all the COVID caving Christians, all the COVID caving conservatives, all the COVID caving moderates. You know, all out there. You know, it's only about your health. You know, it's the government's trying to help. You know, the patriot pastor. You know, we need to trust the experts and be a community partner and a good neighbor and all that stuff. Remember, because all that it is, they're just trying to save your life from a ninety-nine point nine percent survival post-infection virus. But anyway. That's what they're trying to do. Save your life. Save your life, right? Save your life. So that's that's really what it's all about. And, you know, it's it's weird now that, you know, man, their vaccine passports are breaking out all over the globe now. Uh, it's weird, isn't it? It's all about your health. But you got to have a vaccine passport, a QR code throughout the European Union. Great job, COVID-caving pastors. Great job, COVID caving churches worldwide. Great job. Look what you did. If you all would have stood, but now we're looking at, we're, we're staring at, I mean, eyeball to eyeball, Revelation 13, 16 through 18. He causes all both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave to receive a mark on their right hand or on their forehead. And that no one may buy or sell except the one who has the mark of the name of the beast and the number of his name. So we have that now staring us in the face because of all the COVID caving Americans. 
in numerous other countries too, but we're here in America, and it all starts with the church COVID caving first, with the exception of only a few of us who never closed. By the way, I've never closed, never will, never locked down, never went nuts on alcohol, gel, or social distance, or wore a mask, or quarantined, or any of that stuff. I actually mocked those commercials. This is our path back. You know, got John Legend. This is the vaccines, our path back to normal. I don't. I, there is no new normal for me because I never left my old normal, and I never will. So you now, though, great job with everybody. Now we got the government wanting to, hey, we want to discuss vaccines. We great job, everybody out there who came. Nice. You know, weird. I, I never thought, born 1968, I never thought that I'd have government officials coming to my door to try to talk me into, or I mean, would it ever, oh, it'll never get the force time. They're just trying to come there and give you counsel about it. Oh, no, it'll never go forced. Just like you said, there would never be a QR code where you have to swipe your QR code throughout the European Union to do what? Buy, sell, trade, or travel. Right? You said that, didn't you? We're, he's a, Anthony Fauci's trying to save our life. Oh, yeah, really? Really? Him and Klaus Schwab, they're trying to save your life? Patriot pastor? Right? They're the ones trying to save your life? It'll, they'll never go. They'll never come to your door and try to force you to take a vaccine. Oh, Really? Yeah, just like you never thought you'd have to have a QR code to swipe to get into restaurants in America. Excelsior Pass, New York City. QR codes breaking out all over Canada, all over the European Union. Right? But it's all about your health, right? It's all, it's not, it has nothing to do with the mark of the beast or the new world order, the cashless society, does it? Or people globalists trying to control you. Or a universal income that's been, look, you know, oh, that will never turn into a universal income, Tom. That's a right-wing conspiracy theory. That's been, it's been universal, it's been a universal income going on since March of last year, including Trump doing it. So here you have Kamala Harris. It's titled, Vice President Wants Government Officials at Our Front Doors. Play it for me. Last week, the president spoke about what our administration is doing to boost vaccination rates. And basically, it boils down to two big things. We are bringing the facts, the facts, not misinformation, the facts directly to the people. And that's a big deal, as you all know. We got to get the facts out. Because sadly, there's a lot of misinformation. So let's know what it is and let's talk to our neighbors and our friends and say, here, let me tell you about the facts. Okay, the facts, one. And two, bringing the vaccine directly to the people. Oh, okay? man, vaccine directly to so the people. So we have volunteers. Back, hey, back to me real quick. Vaccine directly to, not just, not, not just door knocking. Vaccine directly to, but it'll never go forced. That, that'll never happen. Just like we never would have to have a QR code, right? You never have an immuno pass, a well health safety seal, right? All the COVID cavers out there, you know, there's, where there's no national shortage on coffins, uh, our death count is exactly the same in 2020 as it was in 2019. But we're in the middle of a pandemic. Even the official from Atlanta that was decrying the fact that the MLB caved to political pressure and pulled hundreds of millions of dollars out, sad to say, we're in the middle of a of a pandemic. Ted Cruz, I think that, you know, it's time for airlines to no longer require that people with vaccines have to wear masks. That's, that's ceding to the original bold-faced freaking lie. That it is a pandemic. It is not a pandemic. It is a very survivable virus. That's what it is. That's all that it took. You want to go get, you're stupid enough to go get vaccinated. It's your business and why are you concerned about it? About what I do. 
If you're vaccinated, it's foolproof. It's the greatest thing in the world, which people are finding out in droves that it's not. We'll get to that in a minute. So now you've got Kamala Harris. Is, she, notice she knows. Notice she she pulled off of. We're just going to propagandize. Now we're bringing the vaccine to your door. But don't worry, it'll never escalate past that, right? Remember, remember, remember March 2020, 16 months ago. Remember that everybody. That we remember. 15 days to flatten the curve. And now we're at 16 months of 15 days to flatten the curve. But don't worry, it's all about your health, right? Play it for me. Okay. So we have volunteers who are going door to door to give people information about the vaccines. Why? (laughs) Because we shouldn't require that people knock on our door to find out what's going on. Let's take it to the streets. Take it to the people. Take it to the streets. That's what we're talking about doing. Knock on those doors. Hello, neighbor. Oh, hello. Oh, hello, neighbor. I've got some vaccine information for you. Here, here's an interesting, uh, uh, oh, the first, we, we got some live footage of Kamala herself. And I don't care whether it's Kamala. Don't send me corrections. I don't care. It's Kamala. It's Kamala. It's whatever I want it. It's, you know, jerk face. I don't care what it is. I'll call her whatever I want. So, so we actually found some some live footage of Kamala herself going door to door. Play it for me. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Joe and I got attacked by a dog a couple houses back. <laughs> Joe? Joe? Oh, he must have wandered off again. <laughs> or he's dead. <laughs> God rest his soul, I got another voter. <laughs> hey, anyways, I was just coming by to make sure you've had your COVID vaccine. You haven't? <laughs> Were you having problems getting online to get in line? <laughs> Well, we're just going to need a copy of your photo ID. Oh, yeah. We don't require voters have them, but we require that you have them for a vaccine. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I know. I know. There you go. There's Kamala going door to door. Here's Gateway Pundit article. This was written in. Now, this is about Kovax. This is out of, yeah, throw that screen up right there. I want you to get some context. That That's that's from Colorado. Kovax, I don't know what the last CEO, Kovax, Colorado. So the person writes in, Gateway Pundit, I thought I'd share this with Gateway. Tonight I received a phone call. That's the number right there. There, I'll point the right direction. That's the number she received the, he or she received the phone call from. From a phone number called Covax Colorado. After looking up the number, I was directed to the Colorado Department of Public Health and, and Environment's website where I came across a paragraph that alarmed me. Remote. June 18th, 2021. On Monday, June 21st, this year, Colorado Department of Public Health and Environment will begin making outgoing phone calls to Colorado residents age 18 and older who have not received a COVID-19 vaccination. Now, how would they know that? I'm, I'm leaving this dead silent for a minute. How would they know who to call with that crazy number right there? How would they know? Oh, they're, 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 uh, it's all again. It's it's got nothing to do with controlling you, right? But somehow they're gonna they have a list of people who they know have not been vaccinated. But it's got nothing to do with your health, COVID cavers. Nothing. I mean, it's got nothing to do. It's got absolutely nothing to do with your health, and it never did. It has to do with who can we see? We're going to mark who it is that we know that we can control. Let's see how we can mark them. 
Let's wait. Let's see if they'll wear masks when there's absolutely no evidence that supports the efficacy of masks whatsoever. But let's see. And then, you know what, a couple months into the mask wearing, let's trot out the garden gnome and say to them, you know what, let's see if they can wear two masks. Let's see if they're dumb enough to drive around alone with a mask on and we will mark them. But it's all about your health, right? It's all about your health. Really interesting. All right. This is uh, Alexandra Daytig. Uh, I try to get people's names right. This is a video. One more feeling. Tell, tells Los Angeles COVID vaccine enforces. I love this video. Alex uh, Daytig tells Los Angeles COVID vaccine enforcers to get out for violating privacy under HIPAA. So we've heard now that Joe Biden wants to go out. We're in federal government and in communities. We know that it's happening in Colorado, but again, it's just all about this pandemic, right? 99.9% survival virus. And now lo and behold, lo and behold, you can skip that one. We're going to the next video. I think, unless you guys got the video for Alexandra should be next. You guys got that ready? Okay, there's a video, should be Alexandra, front page. We did download it, guys. <laughs> it's right after, um, it's right before this one that you guys have queued up and ready. It's right before that. See if you can find it for me, because it's real important that we had it. We downloaded it right before the show. Is that it? Is that it? All right, here they are, door-to-door -door in Colorado. Play it for me. Yeah, do you see the sign says, do not disturb? Do you see that? This is real, folks. Do you see that? It says do not disturb. Oh, okay. 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 Who, who are you? Thank who, you. Who are you? Thank How did you get in this building? How did you get in this building? Who are you? What are you doing here? We are looking for the making appointment for the vaccine. Are you Who let you in this building? I'm I'm with the news media, so I'm just letting you look. I'm letting you know you don't have a right to be in this building asking people. It's a it's a violation of people's HIPAA rights. Okay. Get out. You don't have a right to be here. You get out of this building now. You're violating people's privacy rights. Get out. Get out now. You can bring it back to me. And that's exactly how you should respond. And by the way, responding that way is Christ-like. It's absolutely Christ-like. You know, no name calling, nothing like that. Get out. Get out of here. That is what exactly what you should do. It is Christ-like. Get out of my life. You don't belong in my life. Get out of my life. There it is right there. In Los Angeles, we haven't even heard about it yet. Door to door, pushing vaccines. This should rivet your soul if you're a Christian. This should rivet your soul if you're an American. This should rivet your soul if you're if you're from Swahili. This should bother you when you have government officials. I don't care what they call them. They're, those people are paid. They're not doing it for free. She can call Kamala can call them volunteers all she wants. They're government hacks. They're government officials going door to door. Tell them to go pound sand hard. All right, next one. Gateway, I'll do that gateway pundit one, guys. The one you had before. There you go. Right there. Gateway Pfizer seeks approval. Pfizer seeks approval. Get this now. For third vaccine dose. Now, remember, remember what Kamala was saying? We got to get the facts because she's absolutely vacuous of brain matter. She had to use the same words over and over and over again because she has to fill the air. Facts, facts, facts. Well, here's the facts for Kamala. Pfizer seeks approval for third vaccine dose. Third, basically 4,000 
Just under 4,000 Pfizer vaccine deaths so far over the last decade. No, Pfizer COVID-19 Pfizer vaccine deaths this year. This year, and now they want you to get a third dose. That's the what that's what you do when you cooperate. This is what happens when you cooperate with the quote unquote experts. For the love of money is the root of all evil. And that's and the people who love it the most are the ones who are producing these mRNA vaccines, and you jam that liquid into your veins because Anthony Fauci tells you to do it, because Biden tells tells you to do it you're the head of an evangelical association who says that the vaccines are from heaven i mean you have to be so convoluted to buy into any of this garbage whatsoever i mean thousands of people are dying let's go to the next one robert f kennedy here's the latest vares numbers vares of course is the database where they store up all vaccine complaints and deaths here's the numbers for you from robert f kennedy jr number of deaths reported after after COVID vaccines jumps by more than 2,000 in a week. Number of deaths reported after COVID, vac- after, after COVID vaccine deaths. I'll make sure I say this right. Number of deaths reported after COVID vaccine jumps by more than 2,000 in a week. In one week. VAERS data released today by the CDC showed a, no- a total of, get these numbers, 438,441 reports of adverse effects from the COVID-19 vaccines from all age groups following COVID vaccines, including, including, ready, 9,048 deaths. People that were fine, absolutely fine. 9,000 people have died from the vaccine and 41,000 serious injuries between December and July of this year. 9,000 deaths, 41,000 serious injuries, and 438,000 reports of adverse effects. And, And Kamala Harris wants the facts with her government stooges or brown shirts going door to door. Are you, are they going to tell you those facts at the door? Biden's and Kamala Harris's stooges that go to the door. Are they going to tell you about the 9,000 people who are dead, who, if they just would have not taken the vaccine, if they, and they got COVID had a 99.9% chance of survival instead of a brain hemorrhage or whatever, however, however else they died. My myocarditis, heart inflammation. All right. Alex Berenson tweet. Doctor forcing healthy children, it's absolute medical truth, or teens to take a potentially dangerous vaccine against the disease. Here's the true numbers. Kamala wants the facts. Forcing a vaccine against the disease with a 0.0003% mortality rate. Forcing kids to take a vaccine against a virus that has post-infection a point. Zero, 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 three percent chance of killing them. They're seven to 20 times more likely to die of the flu than they are that. And yet you got Joe, you know, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris going door to door. Hey, we got a vaccine for your kids too. Not just for you, but for the whole family. All right, uh, Andrew Boston tweet. Here we go. 
UK data highlight dangerous absurdity of mass COVID-19 vaccine less than 18 year olds by confirm younger than 18 year olds by confirming their extraordinarily low COVID-19 mortality risk. Here's the risk. Here's the numbers. Hard to kind of see it, but I'll read them for you. So you have how many how many people under the age of 18 have died of COVID-19? Well, let's look, shall we? Well, you've got 25 out of 12 million. And you got to get vaxxed. How does that make, I mean, again, how do, when you sit there and you look at the, the, data, the, the voting data out of Pennsylvania, out of Georgia, out of Arizona, which is blatant fraud, blatant fraud right in front of you. Right here, why would you ever vax a kid? The mortality rate, 25 out of 12 million? What's the flu? Seven to 20 times that. And nobody's knocking on your door then. No, there's no flu. There's no flu vaccine passports, right? Right? Well, let's look at it. It goes on. And that and that range, that ran from 320 to 221. Only six out of, get this number, six, six, not 60, not 600, not 6,000, not 6 million, six out of 12 million who may have had, lacked serious comorbidity. So, 19 of the 19 of the 25, 25 died out of 12 million, right? 19 of those 25 had serious comorbidities. So six out of 12 million kids, six of them died who did not have comorbidities. And you vaccinate? And there's people that just cave to this? There's people that volunteer their kids up for this? I'm just I'm I just I'm baffled that nobody they're just destroyed. For lack of knowledge, this is absolute undisputed facts and data. There's nothing more to look at than this. All right, Edward Gore Drennan tweet. Get the get these numbers now. This is this is interesting. Nothing to see here. UK posted vaccinated COVID death rate surpasses non-vaccinated COVID death rate. Ready? Here comes first one of the night. Uh whoops. A whoopsie daisy. Nothing to see here. United Kingdom, Great Britain, post-vaccinated COVID death rate surpasses non-vaccinated COVID deaths. Whoops. And we don't know. I'm telling you right now, we don't know what's going to happen with this vaccine and how many people the vaccine itself is going to kill. Let's switch back to Biden for a couple minutes here. Anomaly tweet. Keep your eyes on the prize, America. It's not Cuba. Biden wants to vet. Get read that. You know, do you have it on big? Do you have a big one version? Yeah, put the big one up there just so I make sure everybody can see it. We stand with Cuban people as they bravely assert their fundamental universal rights. So my heart is warmed. I'm warmed right now. I mean, literally, I've got, I'm getting goosebumps all over me now from the rhetoric from the president here. We stand with them as they assert their fundamental and universal rights, as they, as they all call for freedom and relief from the tragic grip of the pandemic. <laughs> they're not on the streets for the pandemic, numbnuts. They're on the streets because they're fighting against communism, that which you believe in. And from the decades of repression and economic suffering. And then side by side, DNC, so they, he's saying, I, I stand with you as you fight against oppression. Democratic National Committee, Biden allies want phone carriers to vet anti-vex messages. And by the way, that includes your text messages. So they align themselves, say with Verizon, and you send something out that does not meet their criteria for correct information. 
that, that meets their criteria for disinfer or misinformation? Who gets to decide that? Who is the purveyor of that which is hate speech? Who is the purveyor of that which is misinformation? A uh, big tech and Joe Biden, even for your text messages. Oh, you know, that can't be true. That cannot be true. Well, here's his press secretary. Play it for me. Uh, with these social media platforms uh, and those uh, engagements typically happen through members of our senior staff, but also members of our COVID-19 team. Uh, given as Dr. Murthy uh, conveyed, uh, this is a big issue of misinformation specifically on the pandemic. In terms of actions, Alex, that uh, we have taken or we're working to take, I should say, from the federal government, uh, we've increased uh, disinformation research and tracking uh, within the Surgeon General's office. We're flagging problematic posts for Facebook uh, that spread disinformation. We're working with doctors and medical professionals to connect uh, to connected medical experts with popular with popular who are popular with their audiences with uh, with accurate information and boost trusted content. So we're helping get trusted content out there. We also created the COVID nineteen the COVID community core to get factual information into the hands of local messengers. And we're also investing, uh, as you all have seen, in the presidents, the vice presidents, and Dr. Fauci's time in meeting with. This is why you never cave to the demons. This is why you don't. And now look who's in charge. Partnering with big tech to vet your text messages and social media. The government, the federal government is partnering with big tech. You better have a getter account. You better be on Rumble. You better find, you listen, you better get alternative social media. Because big tech is in bed with the federal government and vetting your text messages, your your social media posts, and if it's misinformation deemed by the Biden administration, the Biden administration, the one you know, remember the Biden administration who received one one point five billion dollars, Hunter received one point five billion dollars from a CCP backed bank, three point five million dollars. From the wife of the mayor of Moscow, $80,000 a month from Burisma, a natural gas company. This is all Hunter Biden's money, 10% of which goes to the big guy. If that's the ones that are going to be determining whether you're telling the truth or not, people who think that it's absolutely moral to pull out a baby, vacuum out a baby, piece by bloody piece, out of a mother's womb, they're the ones who are going to decide your morality, whether you're telling the truth or you're putting out disinformation or misinformation or whatever label they put on it. Did you hear that? That's why you don't when they tell you to close your church. That's why you don't do it. Because now they're in charge. It's not over. We're going to fight back. You got Getter out there. You got Odyssey. You got Rumble. Who am I missing? The conservative. Gab. What's the other one? Bitch Shoot. Get on all that stuff. I am. I Listen, I pay a lot of money to be on, C, on CTN, to be on TV. Because I'm not going to be canceled. My buddy Aaron, my tech guy, put our own TomLively.com. So we're, we're live on there all the time too. Switch over to that. We're on Rumble Live right now. You know, my, my church foundation, church Inglewood, Florida has been banned for life from YouTube because of what I said from the pulpit a month before they banned me about it. Some vaccination thing, because they deem that it's misinformation. And you pastors think that you are, you think that you're moral. You think you're full of virtue because you think you're full of virtue because you cooperate. Look, Oh, look at me. I'm full of grace and virtue because I cooperate. Did Jesus cooperate? 
No, he made a whip of cords and drove them all out of the temple. John chapter 2, verse 15. All right, Thomas Massey tweet. Tell me this is a typo. That's just quintessential Thomas Massey. Love the guy. Also planning to engage fact checkers and aggressively work on SM. Hey, pull the chiron down. Are we missing anything? Or is that? No, it's all good. And work with SMS carriers to dispel misinformation about vaccines that is sent over social media and text messages. That's is that what you wanted? When the moment that you closed your church and you locked down your quarantine and you and you allowed these people to be elected? Was that what you were thinking? Were you thinking, hmm, well, this is a great opportunity to have my text messaging monitored by Joe Biden and Kamala Harris and Christopher Ray? That's why you never give in. No, they cleverly disguised it, Tom. They said it was a medical emergency. It's plain, plain as day that it wasn't. Listen, I was a cop for 25 years, 1992 to 2017. I can smell what's an emergency. You could tell it wasn't. Then I kept seeing people get it and not be harmed. 70 something, it's 76% of COVID cases. The person never knows they have it. And you close your church. This is what you get now. You had vaccine passports, QR codes, and Joe Biden monitoring your text messages. That's what you get. You think these vaccines have, have really any value at all? Play this video for me. Oh boy, well, that's not the way it's supposed to sound. Well, we had some kind of tech issue there. Basically what that was saying, you just put it next to me side by side. What they're saying, I'll just go over it. It's a real short video. What they're saying, there's close, mute it, mute it, mute it. What they're saying there is that people are not allowed to give their blood once they're vaccinated. <laughs> Air, airlines are starting to consider not allowing people to fly because they're vaccinated i don't know what airlines are going to do people like me are done i'm not flying on any stupid airlines you're not gonna strap a mask on me for six or seven hours on some flight you got enough dead skin flying through the air enough on those flights anyway everybody that regenerated air you're not sticking a mask on me to do it but basically that's what the point of that whole video was is that you know what once you get vaccinated it kills off it kills off your t-cell immunity people who are already immune to covid have their T-cells killed off by the vaccine. And Fauci doesn't, it's never even considered. It's never even statistical data for the Fauci's of the world. They say we have to reach 90% and 90% vaccination rate, which used to be 60 to 70%. Now he's jacked it up to 90% because he's involved with the money coming out, the billions of dollars coming out of the pharmaceutical industry, Pfizer, Johnson, Johnson, Moderna, and all the rest of them, the Bill Gates and Bill Gates of the world are all interwoven. The, all these vaccines have multiple patents. They're not just, here's the patent for the, for the Pfizer. It's like 30 patents for one vaccine. They're all involved in it. The love of money is the root of what? All evil. Not some evil. All evil. All right. Echo video. Now listen to this. Listen to the logic here. Tell me how this makes sense to you. Play it for me. Time to prepare is now. In Louisiana, we know what hurricanes can do to our communities and the importance of having an emergency plan and taking the steps to ready yourselves, your family, and your community. You can take simple steps to prepare for hurricanes, including getting a COVID-19 vaccine and building a ready kit with items and documents right, back you me. need. <laughs> hey, can you guys get that back to that, try to get it back to that exact spot for me? 
explain to me the science. Remember, uh, people like me, dumb rednecks, we don't follow the science. So explain the science. Play for me. You can take simple steps to prepare for hurricanes. Okay, how do I do that? Including getting a COVID-19 vaccine and building right, a ready right kit. Okay, how, how is that preparing for a hurricane? What, how does that make sense to anybody? You know what that's called? Gaslit propaganda. That's all that it is. And what would be the motivation behind it? There's the main motivation behind all of this vaccine stuff. Again, it's simple logic. I don't understand. You're going to skip that one. Let's go to the Newsmax one next, guys. Skip that one. Let's go to the Newsmax. I don't understand why this isn't easy to see. Why would you ever get a vaccination for an illness with a 99.9% survivable rate post-infection? Why? And better for your kids. Your kids, 0.0003% chance of dying of COVID and you get them, why, is, why you get them vaccinated? Why is this hard for anybody to understand? Look at this, it causes all, both small and great, rich and poor, free and slave. Remember, French president Emmanuel Macron ordered all French, not some, all French health workers, healthcare workers, to get the virus vaccine shots by separate September 15th and urged all his compatriots to get vaccinated as soon as possible. Because what would happen? And by the way, this is going on in the United States military. They're, they're, about, they're about to come out and, and say the exact same thing. The exact same thing. You will get vaccinated or you'll be, you'll be told that you need to get out. That is coming. It is coming. Watch. The only reason why, if it doesn't come, it'll be because of people like you and I putting putting political pressure on them. Listen, what's going to happen to the military? And so I'm telling you right now, if you're a soldier, you need to take your stand. I flat out tell you, I would never take this vaccine for any reason. Not There's no reason on earth that I would ever take this vaccine. It, I, listen, I bind and loose, so I'll, the, vac- the, the COVID-19 will never come near me. But it is to say... For ease of conversation, if I got it, what's my survivability rate as a 52-year-old man? 99.6% post-infection. That's my survival. Why would I ever take a take a, a vaccine that could kill me when my survivability rate is higher? And that's all being proved. My survivability rate is higher with COVID than the vaccine. It's being proved out in the UK right now. More people are dying post-vax than pre-vax facts that's the truth that's the truth but you got people like this mirrors mariel mariel bowser one of the most galactically stupid human beings on the planet you know the insurrection on january 6th guess who was offered the national guard oh mariel bowser the day before by president donald trump ten thousand troops she turned it down who else was offered ten thousand national guard troops before the national trespassing on the capitol Nancy Pelosi and the sergeant at arms for the house turned it down once again. Look at that. It's all together. It's all the same lies. They lie. They say that there was an insurrection. They lie and they say that, that Joe Biden was, was righteously elected. They lie and they say there's systemic racism in law enforcement. There was a poll that came out recently where most Democrats believe that between 1,000 and 10,000 black men, unarmed black men are killed by the police every year. Most Democrats believe that 1,000 to 10,000, depending on which group you ask, 1,000 to 10,000 Democrats believe, I mean, 1,000, I mean, most Democrats believe that 1,000 to 10,000 African-Americans are gunned down by the police while unarmed every year. That's what they, that's what they believe. 
It's all one perpetual lie after another. What really happened? How many, how many unarmed black men were gunned down by the police in 2020? Depending on which one you look at, the highest is 18. The lowest is 8. Not 1,800. Not 800. Not 8. 8. They lie. It's the same thing with COVID-19. Oh, it's an existential threat to your life. Lie. And you got Muriel Bowser. Summer, subvert, Muriel Bowser subverts the right and duty of parents. Bowser, D.C. sued. She's being sued for allowing children to get vaccinated without parental consent. But it's, oh, it's all about your health, right? It's all about, it's got nothing to do with controlling every aspect of your life, right? As they follow you around with QR codes and have government officials knocking on your doors. Did you see where we're at right now? QR codes, government officials knocking on our doors, more people in the UK dying after being vaccinated than those who were never vaccinated with COVID-19. All right, Justin Hart tweet. Remind, reminder, high vac state. So, you know, I, right, let's let's break this down. Democratic talking, talking point, is, point is every state that has a low vaccination rate, everybody's dropping dead from COVID, right? They, they, in every state that has a high non-vaccination rate, there's a lot more COVID deaths, right? Well, here's the true statistical data for you. Reminder, high vac state or low vac state, COVID-19 mortality is exactly the same. Facts. There it is, right there. Exactly the same. They lie. That's all they do is lie. We have shown one graph after another. Whether you mask, whether you lock down, whether you vaccinate, your curve is exactly the same. Europe has been way more stringent than the United States has been, and the death rate is exactly the same. The case rate is exactly the same. Because you cannot vaccinate against a constantly mutating virus, the Spanish variant, the Brazil variant, the Lambda variant, the Delta variant, the original variant, blah, blah, blah. It mutates constantly. Vaccines do nothing. Masks do less. They do absolutely nothing. Here's some more proof for you. Here's Rich Eisen from the glorious NFL Network which is just a communist propaganda organization, Black Lives Matter. All they are, really, is the hand puppet for Black Lives Matter. That's what the NFL is. Finger puppet. I'll make it even more gross. NFL Network's Rich Eisen reveals he has tested positive for COVID-19 despite being vaccinated. There you go. That's the truth. That's the truth. That's what's really happening Right now, let's do well. Let's, let's do. A, let me let me cover. Let me get through Arizona here. I want you to see Arizona on this. On back switching back to election stuff real quick. Liz Harrington tweet: Mark Zuckerberg alone spent four hundred million dollars on election meddling. In virtually all the key, key swing states, he funded unmanned and unprotected drop boxes deployed in Democrat-run cities. Remember, Joe Biden said in this unprecedented election. Correct. It is very unprecedented to have drop boxes fielding millions of votes in only Democratic areas, which were supposedly 94, 95, and 96% for Joe Biden, who campaigned from his basement. That's absolute fact. Let's go to the next one. This is from Wendy Rogers. Now, this is interesting. This is from Maricopa. Now, remember, Maricopa County had a hearing today because the audit results are coming out. 
They're coming out and listen to what she says. Her title is Arizona State Senator Wendy Rogers. She says this, I have had enough with the tens of thousands of ballots mailed without being requested. (laughs) And you don't care about that when you're a member of the media and you're a Democrat. Why would, uh, if this was the reverse and Donald Trump was elected this way, I would be equally as, as animated about that election being overturned as I am this one. The over 10,000 people who voted after registering after November 3rd, (laughs) Did you hear that? 10,000 people voted after November 3rd. 10,000 people, but not early voting, not absentee voting, not even mail-in voting. 10,000 people in Maricopa County, Arizona, Phoenix, Arizona, voted after. What's the margin of victory there? The margin of victory for Joe Biden is 11,000. In Arizona, and 10,000 people voted after the, the polls were closed. <laughs> voted after the day of the election. 10,000. The failure of Maricopa to turn over 40% of their machines and the passwords. Why? Why would you not turn over the machines? Tell me the reasons. Same, why would you not want voter ID? Give me the reasons. The integrity, the integrity reasons. Tell me why you would not want somebody to have a voter ID. Why would you not turn over your machines? Why would you not turn over the passwords for the audit? You can stand right there. Nobody's asking you to turn them over in a dark room and leave them there. You can stand right there and watch the entire thing as a Democrat, which, by the way, hundreds of Democrats are doing right now in Maricopa. Hundreds of Democrats are watching this. That Dominion still refuses. Dominion still refuses to turn over their passwords. Why? to turn over and tens of thousands of unauthorized queries demonstrating how insecure the election was. I call for Biden electors to be recalled. This is state Senator Wendy Rogers, who is trying to recall the Biden electors from her state. And remember governor Ducey certified the election and Mike Pence certified his certification. You know why? Because they're gutless worm-ridden Democratic Party bootlickers. That's what they are. Listen to this from Kyle Becker. Arizona Senate President Karen Fan, Arizona Senate President, held a hearing, a public hearing on Thursday, today, with leaders of the ongoing election audit that she authorized. The auditor's update was harrowing. 74,000 absentee ballots lacked documentation. (laughs) So in other words... Who knows where they came from? Who knows? Thousands of ballots were duplicated. In other words, counted more than once without proper documentation. And most shockingly, over 11,000 voters were not on the November election voter rolls, but showed up later in December. You know what all this is? Facts. This is the truth. As a reminder, Donald Trump lost. I actually got it wrong. Donald Trump lost quote-unquote, Arizona to Joe Biden by 10,000 votes. I said 11. And look at all, 74,000 are in question, 11,000 in question. And that's just the tip of the iceberg. Here's more from Karen Fan. 
through uh, through uh, Kyle Becker. The Department of Justice. This is again. Look at how they lie. The Department Department of Justice. Again, this is Karen Fan, Arizona Senate President. The Department of Justice sent us a letter about four to six weeks ago. She continued and said, "We're concerned about you actually knocking on doors. That it might be voter intimidation or civil rights violation or something." Did you hear that? The DOJ, the Merrick Garland's DOJ is concerned about Maricopa County canvassing the area on voting. In other words, what they're doing is they're knocking on the door and saying, hey, are you Tom Lipley? And did you vote from this address? Because you received a mail-in ballot from here. That's all they're doing. The DOJ is concerned about this, but she writes, which I find interesting after the White House last week said, we're going to knock on doors to see if you're vaccinated or not. So it's a threat to you to have someone go, hey, are you, are you, you? But it's perfectly fine to have the brown shirt vaccine Gestapo showing up at your front door saying, hey, we want to tell you all about the vaccine. Do you see how these people are? I know I'm preaching to the choir right now. Like and share this as much as you can. And I know, by the way, that when you hit share on my podcast, which I I really wonder because I have somewhere between 150 and 300 people watching. I wonder why it is they come so hard after me. I really do. Because if you hit your share button right now, it won't work. Try it. No, he's just trying. This is just a tactic for him to get it. Well, maybe it is. I don't know. Who cares? I don't know. Try it. Try hitting your share button. It'll go nowhere. Why me? There's other people out there that are espousing the same stuff, I guess. Although I just mixed the Bible in there, which everybody finds offensive unless I'm preaching to the choir right now. All right. Audit War Room tweet. Doug Logan, thousands of names were added to the voter rolls after the election day, but are recorded as casting a ballot in the 2020 election. So they were added after the election and are credited with voting in the election in Maricopa County. And how many? Thousands. Thousands in a in a campaign, in an election that was determined by 11,000 votes. That's where we're at right now. Let me, let me finish with this. Go to, go, skip ahead a little bit, guys. Go to Yakov, Yakov uh, Pollock for me real quick. I, wanted, I just have to get this off my chest. Like I tell my church, you are my psychological outlet. Screaming at you, is all that I have. So I just have to sit there and I go, I look at videos like this. It says both Trudeau and Legault here put on their masks to walk 10 feet from the podium to sit in their seat. Play the video for me. Explain to me the science behind this. You're muted and I'll just yell over it. Explain to me the science. Look at, look at, look at Trudeau. Come back. Walks past, you know, go back. I'm sorry, guys. Go back to the beginning real quick. Okay, so here you have him. He's maskless. Walk past one person maskless, two people mask. Now strap on your mask. All right, now sit down. You got your spit shields in between, right? Sitting down. Those The guy next to him is maskless. The guy next to the guy next to him is maskless. I think that's a guy. Well, that might be a girl. If she is a girl, she needs to change her hairstyle. But anyway, so there you got this guy. Now look back at Trudeau. Now he takes his mask off. Tell me the science behind it. You know what that is? I'm going to tell you what it is. I'm going to tell you what it is. It's a religious offering. It's a religious offering. It's no more than wearing rosary beads or or doing some or kneeling this way or pointing yourself towards Mecca. It's a religious. Yeah, play it. Yeah, side by side it with me, real quick, Aaron. There you go. Just go back to the beginning so everybody can see what he does. So it, what this is with Justin Trudeau here? There's. Well, tell me the facts, data, the science, the science behind what he's doing here. And 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 you do, and and then most of Canada does what they are told. 
See, we have, we have Pastor Archer Pulaski will be here this Sunday at 9 a.m. and 11.15 a.m. He does not do what he's told. You just keep rolling it. So explain to me, explain to me how this is scientific and based in scientific data, based on the science. It's not, name it. How is that scientific whatsoever? You have a mass that blocks nothing. The size of a COVID par- COVID-19 particle is 0.06 to 0.14 microns. The mask that he has on, best that I can see right there, is a cloth mask, which does absolutely nothing. An N95, remember the largest COVID-19 particle is 0.14 microns. An N95 mask starts at 0.3 microns. His mask is doing absolutely nothing, so the mask does nothing. What he is doing right there is a religious offering. It's actually religion. Religion means what? Religion means a repetition. It means repeating a ritual over and over again. That is a religious offering. That's how these people are. And you wonder what this is about from day one. It is who is going, they're evangelizing. Who is going to join the Branch Covidians? Yes, I'm stealing that from Steve Dace. Who's going to stand? Who's going to join the Branch Covidians? That is your religious service. You put a mask on. Absolutely, it makes no sense. You walk back. You, put, you actually take your mask off when you get to the podium. This is your religious offering. You speak. Now, on your way back, you put it on. You go sit in your COVID cubicle, which, again, is like your own personal little prayer chamber. And then the next speaker comes up, and you take your mask off. You're showing your religious, your, your repetition, your religious adherence to being a branch COVIDian. That's what you're doing. And that's what it's been about from day one. Fight, fight fight i am not facebook i'm not talking about violence so don't ban me don't lie i'm gonna join i'm gonna try and join trump's uh class action lawsuit that they let little people like me join that lawsuit i think they're saying that people by the thousands are going to join because that's what we need to do is we need to fight back fight back what's the first thing you should do people always ask tom you tell us all this bad news and you don't tell us what to do well have you surrendered your life to jesus christ surrender your life to jesus christ be born again and ask God and God will open up the door for you. If you're saved right now and you're wondering, what should I do? Ask God, ask and it shall be given you seek and ye shall find knock and it shall be opened unto you for everyone that asketh receiveth he that seeketh findeth and unto him that knocketh it shall be opened. Matthew seven, seven and seven, eight ask. I don't know what to tell you to do vote. Of course, but you need to ask God. And then what will God tell you to do? He'll tell you to do something uncomfortable. And will you take that step to fight for, first of all, to fight for the body of Christ and to fight for the Constitution of the United States of America? I love each and every one of you. I will be back here Saturday night, 1030 on all the platforms, including CTN, the Christian Television Network. Stay tuned. We're going to play a bunch of videos for you. You need to see these things. They're great. They're funny, whatever. But I love each and every one of you. I'll see you at 1030 Saturday night. God bless. Thank you so much for watching the Tom Lively podcast tonight. We appreciate you tuning in. Mainstream media is no longer reporting honestly about what's going on in and around the world. It is our goal to get the truth and facts out to the people who are tired of hearing the lies of the media. If you enjoyed watching and want to help us make sure it continues, you can invest in the program by going to TomLipley.com and clicking on Give. Thank you so much for watching and we hope you tune in again.